Previously on Night's Quest. I want to know the local secrets. Bartuk is going to be taking Leroy and Eloise to the tour. And I have been informed to send you with a partner who will show you the ropes around here. Head to the Torn District. Basically, it's, it's reported that at the dawn of time, there was a spirit that created all the colors. They're known as Sim. All right, so they get to the, the top floor. Uh, we uh, we are here to see the keeper of the gate. We have a question uh, that potentially they could they could point us in the right direction. These <laughs> are rules. No touch. No go on the stairs. Be polite. And they open the large double doors, and he says, Inside is the keeper of the gate. Welcome back to Night's Quest, episode 5. We have a lot of different story threads. Hopefully we'll get to all three of them yeah. um, today, but let's we're just going to continue our train of thought that we're on, and we're going to go back to the top of the arch. The Ooh. arch. Otherwise known as the arc. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, so Jonathan, yeah. Grog, and Rainer are at the top of the arch. The two double doors have just been opened by the, the guards. Their weapons have been taken away, and they've been told the rules. What do you do? Hey, they go inside. Grog! Yeah. Why are we here? And why did you insist that I come with instead of doing my own stuff? And why are we whispering? We're here because, well, Jonathan said we needed to go up here. Because. Okay. Why'd you say we had to go up here? <laughs> Does anyone remember why we're here? We're talking. We, we came to talk to the keeper of the gate because they might be able to tell us. How to find the spirit, Sim, so they can tell us how to make true oh. blue. Oh. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. All okay. Right. And um, we just, we wanted you to come with us. Okay. I mean, Last sure, time I guess. on Night's Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. everyone, everyone just heard this. No, 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 no. no. On previously on. Here's the thing. You weren't paying attention. Clearly. I'm asking because I genuinely didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you must have already been to the 97th floor. <laughs> so they go in. I'm assuming, yes? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, it's a very big room. This is the high-vaulted ceiling. Um, flat, though. It's like a flat ceiling all the way top. And it's very it's very long in room. On the left side, uh, you see a huge throne at the top of many steps. And the back of this throne is tall, long, and slender. and almost reaches to the ceiling itself, kind of just ridiculously tall. Behind it, on the left and on the right walls, are gigantic triangular windows. Um, so through the window on your left, you can see the ocean and the little island with the tower out there. And to the right, you can see the entire city of the gate uh, spreading out. There's also a door all the way across from you leading to the south side of the tower. And otherwise, there's nothing else in this room. There's no chairs, there's no plants, there's no furniture. There's nothing on the walls. It's just a very simple room. But of course, seated uh, uh, yeah. upon this throne, yep. uh, you see a man 
dark complexion like everyone else you've been seeing in Tarive, a shaved head and a very nicely kept beard, uh, is wearing a red and gold robe that has very stiff collars on the, on the sleeves and a semicircular collar that goes around the neck. As you get closer, the one thing that seems to stick out most of all is that this person's right eye is completely clear. It's just white. Uh, there's no iris, there's no pupil, it's just a, okay. uh, just a white eye. Okay. Uh, hello. Hello there, new friends who have come to me. The keeper of the gate, a temporary wall. Sunseer. Uh, yes. Didn't we say the keeper of the gate was a woman? I am not the permanent keeper oh, of the gate. Oh, never mind, never mind. I am working in her stead as she is away. Boy, I'm really batting zero on remembering things this time around. Did you go to the 97th floor? I don't know. I don't Wait, think so. If I did, would I know that I did? That's a good point. I do not remember if I have been there myself. I wasn't trying to make a joke. I'm, I'm asking you. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. As a character and a player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, what brings you to me, Sancerre? Temporary uh, keeper of the gate. Uh, I, Jonathan, business person, um, <laughs> had a question. See, we we stopped off. I stopped off at the thirteenth floor. Talked to the the mm-hmm. chromatic magicians, and they told me that potentially you might be able to tell me where I might find a spirit. Ah, you are looking to see something in your future. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Well. Uh, there must be a miscommunication, because that is what I do. This language isn't my first language. It also is not, yes. <laughs> For you see, I am Sunseer, the Sand Seer. Stop. Okay, sure. And with my window eye, I am able to see into the future. I love it so much. So, what you are telling me is... Yes. <laughs> You are only able to help us if we eventually do end up finding the thing we're looking for. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of nice. I, right? I mean, it would be reassuring if it did, but if not, then... But then tell us we need to do something else. <sighs> Fine. Okay. We're trying to find We're trying to find the spirit, Sim. Rainer's like muttering under his breath. He's like, Sansir. I... I think we've already met someone named Sansier. Yeah. Did that happen? I know, yeah. a, guy, I know a guy named Sansier. Yeah. Oh, shit, did we? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah they were in the that. Sun Festival contest. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's why that name sounded familiar. <laughs> um, well, more than one person can have the same name, damn it. Was that was that guy from Tarive? Uh, no, because oh, only, okay. only people from Glenwood oh, can okay. enter in the contest. But we have had a lot of Tarivian influence within that, because there was obviously glass magic. And yeah, so there we go. Tarivian influence was in the Sun Festival. Sure. Uh, it's too late now, kids. <laughs> it's spelled differently. How about that? What Rainer spe- actually says is, oh, that's a nice name. <laughs> it's spelled differently. The first Sansir is S-A-N-S-E-E-R. Okay. And this one's S-A-N-S-I-E-R. <laughs> Run it. It's official, folks. That's it. That's um, it. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, I mean, how does the... How You're does... looking for Sim. Yes. How does the future looking work? Well, I have this gift. Can I have it? No. Okay. No, I paid a heavy price for this gift. I'm not going to give it to you. Like much? Like how much? 
Do you want to know the price I paid? I do. I'm very interested in the story you're telling. Okay. Uh, Sincere walks down a couple of steps. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And then he... Record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> so, here, kids. Uh, no, Sincere walks down a couple of steps from his throne and then steps to the right so that way he is in the way of the uh, the window. And then the sun has begun to set. Um, so now it's you know above the above the ocean behind him, and at first you don't notice anything weird about it. Uh, he's just standing in front of it, but then you notice that this throne that he's on has been casting a very long shadow um, into the next window. But when Sansir moved away from the throne, he was casting no shadow. Whoa! Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. That is the price that I paid. Uh, you don't have a shadow anymore. Correct. I'm I, Peter Pan. I am confused as to how that is a detriment to your livelihood. I don't. I don't understand what that. You're asking many questions. Which one do you want an answer? Okay. Do I only have? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Do I only have? This isn't one of the. This isn't one of the questions. No, you don't have a limit. I just. I mean, do you have other things that you're doing? Do you have other people you're seeing today? Every single character that gets into conversation with Jonathan at first is like super regal and imposing, and then like as the bullshit conversation continues, they're just like Jonathan is the great equalizer. <laughs> it's true. It's so great. How about this? How about this? How about it? How about this? How about this? I will use my gift to help tell you your future. Your gift of not having having a shadow. No, that's not. Hey, listen, Jonathan, I feel like I feel like a little insensitive here. He doesn't have a shadow. You're taking man. some of the gravitas out of the situation. Yeah. I just don't understand what not having a shadow is positive or negative. I hope that you will never learn. <laughs> the terror. But I'm trying to learn. I'm, I want to know why it's a bad thing. Nope. <laughs> yeah, come on, Jonathan. Let's, let's, let's be respectful. I'm not being disrespectful. Being very... I just want to know. You're being very disrespectful. You're being very... What was the third rule of entering in this place? I don't remember. It was be honest. polite. It was be polite. Come on. How am I being impolite? You you are at... You're, do you just walk up to people uh, and ask them how it's like to be... To not have... Not have a shadow? Yeah, there was a cripple in my town named Terrence, and I asked him all the time why he didn't have hands. That is very impolite. It's not. He loved to talk about it. Well, I am not Terrence. Terrence wasn't wasn't very polite himself, so I guess that checks out. Yeah, he was was pretty rude, actually. Okay, apparently I'm being an asshole. Sorry. (laughs) Actually, though, like, we should probably talk about this. Okay, so hold on. Another time. Maybe somebody else take care of this. Okay. Yo, we'd like to see your future, please. (laughs) Yeah, when he says someone else should take care of this, I think someone looks at Rainer and he's just like, I don't even remember why we're here. (laughs) You all want to know what your future holds if you see this spirit sim. I can give you answers, each one of you. That is my gift, and I am happy to help each of you in that way. Okay. Cool. Who wants to go first? Uh, me, I guess. Okay, come closer. Okay, but I can't touch the no, steps. Don't touch. Okay. Yeah, don't touch the steps. Um, so I guess Jonathan walks up to to the feet of the steps, and Sansir takes a, a, a few steps lower, so he's only like maybe five-ish steps above. And he's, he 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 stretches out his hand towards Jonathan, kind of making like a weird uh, symbol with him, probably doing some kind of spell, right? And he closes 
his normal eye, leaving open his his clear right eye. Wow, that is unnerving. No, oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, you start seeing pictures appear on his eye. Um, He's five steps above Jonathan. Is he really seeing anything? No, you're not able to like see them clearly. Okay. You're just able to see that there are like visuals, okay. like, like things flashing on his eye. It is glowing a little bit. Like it's like you can okay. kind of see it. Uh, stuff flashing on there. Like you said, Jonathan can't really see them. He's, he's not that close. And so then it stops. And Sansu opens his other eye. He goes, Ah, I have news I think you would be excited to hear. You will see Sin. Okay. Great. That's great. I love this. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Do you know where we... How, like, how do we get there? I do not see every step you take. But what about every move I make? Every breath I take? <laughs> every claim you stake? Every smile you fake? <laughs> no, I do not. But I see key moments. But that's a great song. I see you're traveling through the Gatan Desert. Through the sands. I see you in a dark place. With... Blue, yellow, pink, colored lights whizzing around you. It is there that you see Sim, the spirit of light, the lord of color, the three in one. How you get there is a long journey, but I see an oasis. That is where you must go. An, an oasis. Yes. In the middle of the desert. Yes. Any specific direction? Schmest. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Which which of you two suggested that Sim's name might be spelled C Y M? Me. That you? I did. <sighs> I think I just got it. Oh, that I was quick. You. That was really fast. I didn't. You're the worst. Okay. We'll let the audience figure it out. <laughs> okay. But yes, that is how it's spelled. CYM. Can I tell Jake? Uh, no, he's going to have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to wait. What if I just don't care? That's fine, too. <laughs> that works, too. Uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> oh, me, me. I want to go next. I'll go next. I'll go next. Sansir takes another step down closer. Sansir does the same thing. He closes his, his left eye, revealing the window eye, and pictures flash upon it. And after a minute, he stops and he opens it and he says, I see a similar journey for you. Traveling through the desert, going to the oasis, being in this dark place with the colors whizzing around. But I see you in a room that is only one color. Is it... is it blue? (laughs) Yes. But you are shouting. And I cannot tell a lot of anger, sadness, or joy. All right, cool. Um, that's yeah, great. I mean, that's fine. That's like, chill. You All right. A shouty guy. That's fine. I'm, I'm a shouty guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But you are alone. That is what is most important in that room. All right. Thanks for that. Huh. Um. So, but we gotta go to the oasis. Did you see anything else in the oasis in that one? Uh, actually, yes. The oasis is in the heart of the desert, the very core. So, like the like the center, 
Yes. The desert has a core. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a little bit... Okay, okay so we, we can, can, we can manage that. We just need yeah. to find a map of the surrounding... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, for yeah, sure. Okay, we can do that. We can manage that. All right. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sanseer. San- Sanseer. Thank you. Who's next? Uh, Is it you, silly boy? I mean, yeah, but I, I mostly had questions I need to ask other floors. Um, I don't really need to know about Sim. I do not... If you do not see Sim, I will not see Sim in my window eye. Oh, okay. Uh, sure, I guess we'll give it a shot. Uh, Sansir steps even closer. He's like, like yeah. one step. So you can actually like see what's uh, reflecting in his eye this time. Okay. And he closes his eye. And you see... It's like flipped backwards in his eye. Um, okay. So like he can see it. but like So you're seeing like the inverse sure. of it. Um, but as it flashes across his eye, you see... That you're in a, a very dark place. Whatever it is, it's just like complete, like the dark, like you're almost okay. like swimming yeah. or drowning in the darkness. Oh. And it's just like the darkness is like oozing everywhere. And Sansir says, It is here in this dark place that you will find your direction. And then all of a sudden, you're in another room. And it's also dark, but not as quite. There's. You see the colors whizzing around. Okay. A pink, yeah. a yellow, and blue kind of whizzing around. It says, It is here in this room of colors that you will find your purpose. And then it shows a third room. Brick walls. Um, okay. Kind of, you're running around the hallways. You're frantic. Maybe you're, you're in a maze, maybe? A tunnel? Okay. Um, a castle? You don't know. And it's kind of overgrown and also kind of dark. But you got a torch in your hand as you're running. And he says, And it is here in this maze that you will find what you are looking for. And then, then he opens his eye. Wait, you mean you mean Quiss? Was he there? Was was and I guess I guess when the vision ends he's just kinda like blinking and uh, that's that's what I saw. Oh. I do not know where those last two places were. But I do know that first place. Okay, uh, the darkness? Yeah, where? Yes, I have been there myself. Kingdom oh. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> darkness, darkness, darkness. Darkness, darkness, love bees. <laughs> yeah, where, where is it? Well, I cannot take you there, I'm afraid. Okay. I, I and you cannot go there right now. It is too late in the day. <laughs> okay. Oh, excuse me, wait, I didn't, what? I didn't mean literally, like, right this second, and I oh. wasn't asking you to take me there. I just want to know where it is. I'm going like, to go there next week or something. Sansir, he's about to say, and then he stops and goes, Actually, I know this might not be friendly, but I, I do not feel like telling you. But... Excuse me, what? Sure. Tomorrow, when the sun rises in the east... Well, I think when sh- it rises where? <laughs> in the Shmis. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that not your language? <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. It was just a... Continue. <laughs> when the sun rises in the schmist, why do you not follow the shadow and follow the people? Follow the shadow? So travel west, I guess. Uh, okay, aren't, aren't you guys traveling west anyway? Uh, I think so, right? I mean, yes. I mean, are we going like right... We should get out of the map first. No, I didn't right. mean right now. Yeah, we're not just dipping. 
We just got to well, no, I, today. Hold on. Why does everyone think I'm suggesting leaving right this second? I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I Wes, guess, you know what? We probably shouldn't assume that because we definitely <laughs> never do that. Wes just leads, like, out... Into the desert. Into the desert. So, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's also the city, too. Like, yes. Right. Just that way. Okay. And pretty much everything's that way. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, everything away from the gate is yep. more yeah. something else. Yeah. Alright. I hope you enjoy your time here in the gate. Yeah. You enjoy his customs, his people. Yeah, everything except floor 70. Yep. Yeah, don't go there. I um, really want to go there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have, uh, I do actually have business to deal with as the keeper, temporary keeper of the gate. We right. kind of have, um, there's just a lot going on in the city right now. Of course, of course. Um, you know, factions and things like that that I got to deal with. Yeah, hope, hopefully nothing you need any help with. We already did one city, so, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we're fine. Like, I can help you and deal with a faction in the city at the same time. No, we're fine. Like, I can do this. Like, like, who would be so busy that they would force you to, like, deal with an entire faction without just, like, doing a simple task? Like, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it, uh, who could even think of such a thing? You're telling me. Yeah. I don't get it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Uh, yeah, I, that yeah. was going to be my next question. was if you just stay up here all day, like, telling people's futures, but. I have actual, like, administrative and, like, authoritarian rules stuff. Right. Yeah. I think you almost said authoritarian and then you stopped. <laughs> That's not. Fruitarian. No. Um, I think I think everything is fine in the city. <laughs> I think maybe Froderick appears in the room and goes, um, uh, Sansir, your uh, yes. five o'clock appointment is ready to see you. Is it already? Oh boy! He looks at the shadow. Yeah, I guess we've oh, been yes. we've been wandering around in the arch for quite a bit. Toss, <laughs> right, well, uh, Such a good sound effect. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Uh, goodbye. Okay. Uh, yes. Goodbye. Yep. And he walks back right. up to his throne. Thank you. Sitting in its shadow. All right, and they leave. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Sansir looks out the giant window over the city, and he looks at the the six large districts that it you know made out of, and then he looks over to the one directly to the left of him. Uh, and this district uh, seems, and as we, the camera, the camera pans in, it drones out of the window, <laughs> drones out the window, <laughs> and it hovers yeah. down over the city. Yep. And we are now with Leroy, Eloise, and Martuk. Martuk. Um, this might be actually a little bit later. It doesn't have to actually be at five. That was just the effect. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. a, little, it's a little bit earlier in time. Um, three hours earlier. Three hours earlier. So Bartuk is, is leading them uh, through this district. And this is the first time they've actually walked into one of the six districts. And the, yes. the buildings are, um, again, much taller, um, much more well-made with, you know, doors and windows and pavilions and platforms all, all up and above. But as they get into the city, um, the road had been previously very dry, starts to get muddy and softer. And as you get closer, there's actually like a layer of water um, above them. And as Bartuk leads them through, he starts, he hops, not hops in, but like leads them into one of the buildings and walks through it. And as they get to the other side, they notice that all of the streets are, are flooded 
with water. Oh. And as they keep exploring, he leads them kind of to the edge of this district, and you see that the, the ocean, the sea line has risen, so it has flooded a section of this district. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I wonder if it's always like that. Well, I had to say it like that, because or else you guys would be like, oh, you're not in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> On the, on the wind, we hear Rainer's voice. <laughs> hey, I wonder, if, is it like a tidal thing? Or is it like permanent? Um, it's clear that like the amount of water is, as they're getting closer, it is a lot deeper um, than like just like a tide would be. And it's yeah. it doesn't seem like a lot of people like live in these buildings anymore. Like some of them do. Um, I've been like ramshackled together. And some people are just like trying to make their way in the flooded district. But clearly not what it used to be either before it was flooded or whatever. Yeah, okay, so uh, Bartuk kind of, he, he to his left, um, next to the door of the building they just came out of, there's like a plank, and mm-hmm. he puts it down over the street, so it mm-hmm. leads from one like building stairway to another. Mm-hmm. So they kind of hop, skip, and jump through these buildings and around deeper into the district, until they come out into a courtyard that's about the same size as the courtyard with the performers. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of the courtyard is like a swirling whirlpool like almost like a drain Whoa, okay like the water is just circling around and um sinking down into this this hole in the middle of the courtyard uh bartuk uh bends down and picks up a sheet of paper there's like a pile of paper and he folds it up into a little a little boat and he sets the mm-hmm. boat on the water and watches as it like circles and gets closer and closer and closer and then s- just sinks down into the drain and goes See? <laughs> is, this what, is this what you came out here to show us, Bartuk? Yes! Uh-huh. That's, that's kind of cool. Yes! <laughs> hey, Bartuk, how many, how many people come back here? Is this, like, how secret we talking? Um. <laughs> medium secret. <laughs> maybe, maybe medium secret. <laughs> okay. Medium secret. Have you ever gone in it? Yes! And then he jumps in the hole. Whoa! Whoa. Alright, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta jump in, we gotta jump in. That's all fine and dandy. I have long hair. (laughs) And it is very well taken care of, and if it gets wet, I need to dry it. (laughs) So I'm just saying that whatever happens, I need I need time at the end of this ridiculous day to do something about that. Right. Yes. Preferably was like number slowly, 50. like yeah. inching closer. I think Chubb has like jumped in like right after. <laughs> right, right. <Bartuk. laughs> um, from like it almost seems like from a vast distance, you mm-hmm. hear Bartuk like echoing. His voice is like echoing up out of the mm-hmm. hole. Okay, come friends. <laughs> I mean, he sounds. It sounds fun to me. Leroy just jumps in. Okay, and I, I suppose... I'm gonna, I gotta roll... We gotta do some dice rolls in this Leroy fight. rushes in. Uh, Leroy's gonna roll dexterity. Uh, he rolls an 11, so he kind of, like, jumps in and... <laughs> belly flop. And, and belly flop. Does a little... Does a splash, which gets Eloise <laughs> a little wet. He do a splash. It's like, well, I'm already wet, I guess. And uh, Eloise jumps in. Yeah! Oh, yeah, that's a 19. Woo! Uh, she does a beautiful dive, like, almost, like, kind of... She aims, like, straight for the center, trying to, like, keep most of her hair yes, dry yes. as best she can um, by not getting in the water. And so they go uh, swollen down into the whirlpool. And, and what's what's in there? Underneath the whirlpool is almost 
a a cylindrical shaped waterfall mm-hmm. where the water is just cascading mm-hmm. downward and cool. it starts to break up the farther down it goes. But there's this huge cave mm-hmm. underneath the whirlpool with these like stalactites and stalagmites and in the bottom there is a pool full of mm-hmm. water that they all like right, land in obviously. And Bartuk is sitting on the edge of the pool, like wringing out his um, his robe that he's wearing, mm. um, cool. and kind of laughing to himself. Oh, I love this! And the little boat, uh, the paper boat, is still floating down there. <laughs> and there's like five or six paper boats, yeah, yeah, like yeah. on the shore, Aww. and they washed up <laughs> on the edge. Oh, Bartuk, I love this. Did you find it? Yes. Wow, <laughs> this is cool. Louise, what do you think? I like it. I mean, it's really cool. Um, how do we get back? Oh, great question. Bartuk, how do we... I mean, I don't want to rush out now. Just, like, think of, like... No back spy- here forever. <laughs> New friends! <laughs> I'm thinking more like emergency exit kind of situation. Like, where's the evacuation plan? Uh, Bartuk <laughs> says, Okay, but first! And then he takes them to the back of the... Like, there's the, the pool, mm-hmm. and then, like, just a little bit ways away, there is this huge polished wall with mm-hmm. all sorts of markings on it. Mm-hmm. Just, like... Has Ratuk been pa- practicing his, like, glass magic in here? Ooh. Because I want to know, because, like, that, that's what I mean, I'm curious. is like, how invested, or, like, did Bartuk recently learn how to do that? Did he used to be a performer and isn't anymore? That's something I'm... Okay, wait, hold on first. First. So he he brings them over to this this area with this mm-hmm. this polished wall and there's all sorts of like pictures and and symbols and everything on it but he doesn't indicate to that. He indicates to a small stool that he has down there with mm-hmm. like shards of broken glass all around mm-hmm. it. And he like whirls up a little bit of sand and mm-hmm. he's spinning in his hand um a piece of glass that has a hole in it. And as it spins, it like whistles a little tone mm. as oh, it goes. Cool. So he's got like a little a little whistle, and so that's what he wanted to show them, not the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I think Leroy is more fascinated by the little whistle. I don't know about Louise. <laughs> he's like, "Wow, Bartuk, Bartuk, are you one of the glass performers?" Um, no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that can mean a lot of things. Were you one and not anymore, or do you want to be one? Um, no, but yes. <laughs> Bartuk, I feel like our relationship, we've shared so much with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New friends! That's right. <laughs> What's Eloise doing? Um, Eloise is uh, not at all super really interested in the whistle. She's looking at the, the big mm-hmm. polished wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in your brain, are you thinking like this is like a giant mural or a bunch of like hi- more like hieroglyph stuff? I'm thinking that this originally was probably some sort of ancient something mm-hmm. that maybe, like, over time people have written their own stuff on, mm-hmm. but it, like, I think it was something to begin with. Okay. So, allow me if I may. So, I think when she first sees it, there's a lot of the carvings are very similar to the ones that were on the arch, on the outside of the arch, um, the same language or, like, style. Uh, but there's also, obviously, it seems more like graffiti, you know, rougher carvings, some you know, paint or someone, like, drew things on there with, like, maybe mud or whatever. Um, so, like, other people have added their own things to it, uh, but the original ones are huge and grand, depicting, you know, lots of different things, you know, creatures or people. You do recognize one seems to be a picture of the city itself um, with the arch, and there's, like, six districts around it and a large path in the center. The picture depicts uh, even the, the arch's shadow, 
uh, and there seemed to be some markings within the shadow, like little star spots. Oh, interesting. I think maybe she goes over to where all of the uh, the paper boats were mm-hmm. and like un- unwraps the one of them, so it's just a flat sheet of paper, mm-hmm. and says, "Does anybody have a pen?" Or a pencil? Uh, let me check. Uh, yeah, because I'm always ready to draw. <laughs> and Leroy pulls out his. Yes. Leroy, uh, Leroy pulls out his acrylics. Oh, and, oh, and writing of tools. How could I? And yeah, he, he throws out a couple pictures of cows as he as he goes through it. Of course, of course. And he's like, you know, I really wish I could figure out what these cows were. Oh well. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> he accidentally throws out the history of grain. Nope, oh, gotta pick that up. Put that back in. <laughs> there. remembers that. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. Thank you. And she holds up the um, she holds up the piece of paper so it's in front of her and does like mm-hmm. a really like r- crude drawing of the city, mm-hmm. but adds those like star points to mm-hmm. it. So she has like a little map. Mm-hmm. So, like just gonna check those out later. Great. So this is cool and all. How do we get back? Yeah. Great question. Oh, okay. And he starts walking <laughs> towards uh, a tunnel. There's like a little, mm-hmm. um, like a sconce that's been mm-hmm. lit, and he just like walks towards the tunnel. So I guess they follow him then. Mm-hmm. So they uh, follow him through the tunnel, and it kind of looks like they're in one of the buildings from above. Uh, so the vibe that they're getting as they walk through this building. What, what do you mean? This tunnel, so like the tunnel, I'm thinking it's not like dug into the tunnel, but it's like a hallway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're above ground? No. No, but it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like a rocky like earth tunnel. It looks okay. like it was man a man made okay. mm-hmm. like a finished tunnel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a purposeful, intentional cool. structure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they get to the end of the tunnel and there is a big cylindrical room. And um Bartok turns and says, Okay and he stands there and he just stands there. <laughs> uh, Bartok, are you gonna show us another trick? Yes. And he continues to stand. Oh, is it another? Is it? Oh, Leroy raises his hand, and then and then he then he puts oh it down. Like, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Gotta be culturally appropriate here. Is it another glass trick? No. Also, you never really specified whether you were or are going to be a performer. Yes. Now, hold on, I'm trying to again. Were you a glass performer previously? No. Do you want to be one? Yes. Ah, this is great. I also feel like Bartuk used to say more words, but now he's starting to say less Did I? of them. I don't know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's it was had... always short phrases. Um, it was more than yes and no. <laughs> no, I know. But I think he's like. I think he's distracted. He's like, like looking up, oh, up okay. the, up the shaft. Oh, I didn't notice that before. Notice that I wanted to be a, a glass performer. No, there's a shaft up there. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> cylindrical. Yeah. Uh. When you guys are on the same page, it's really funny and you're amazing. When you're not on the same page, sometimes it's even better. <laughs> so I think I think Bartuk looks up and then like kind of makes a face and then he says, "Okay, stand back." And they they all like move back a little bit and a circular platform descends to be standing right in front of them. And he says, "Okay." And he jumps on the platform and like motions that they should get on too. Oh. Uh it's just a common thing into uh, in in the gate. Uh Eloise? Yes. Thoughts? Curious? Hmm. Chubb, your thoughts. He just, he's just sitting. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, circle it is. <laughs> Yay! And, like, everybody gets on, and Bartuk looks up, and the platform begins to rise, and it continues Whoa. to do so until they are sitting in a very nice lobby with 
plants and a nice fancy couch and what? a fountain. And he gets off and ignores all of it and walks to the only door in the room and opens it. And the guard outside is a little surprised, <laughs> but notices it's Bartuk and just kind of like, oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I... uh, Eloise, Eloise follows him, but like slower because she's like taking in her surroundings. Mm-hmm. So they, they leave the door and they are standing underneath the gate. So just to be clear, when we were in there earlier, we didn't notice that the elevator could also go down? Oh, they're in the south side of the gate. Oh. Okay. Yes. Yes, south okay. Side of the arch. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, I'm with it. So, to see this secret underground thing, we could have gone this way first when we were standing here before and gone down the lift circle thing to the cave instead of jumping in the water and getting all wet. But way more fun! Yeah, no, he's completely right. That was what, that was the best part, actually, was going in, in the whirlpool thing. And just then, from across the arch, Katrina walks out. <laughs> Let's follow her! <laughs> segway, segway. Who needs music when you do this anyway? Katrina. I feel like we've accomplished a lot today. (laughs) We have. We've done a lot of world building. Yes. And some plot development. Yes. (laughs) So, is Katrina heading straight towards the Torn District? Yes. Okay. With purpose. All right. So, she walks through the path. Uh, Again, it's it's later afternoon. She's walking. It's at the other end of the city, so she has to walk for a little, little ways to get there. Yeah. Uh, as she was directed by the masked figure, yes. <laughs> and went through the whole ordeal. Whole ordeal, but eventually she gets to it. It is again the farthest uh, district uh, on the north, and it's pretty easy to tell that it's the torn district because a lot of the buildings seem like they have been ripped apart. Some of them, again, these are the taller skyscraper-like buildings. Some of them seem to have been ripped in half, literally torn. There are some crevices in the ground as well and lots of rubble in places. But it doesn't seem to be, like, you can still walk through it. It seems like whatever did this happened a long time ago. People have cleared paths to get through the district. And so she's ex- she's exploring the district, walking around, and eventually, because she doesn't really know what she's looking for specifically. Right, she's just kind of walking. Mm-hmm. But she knows she's going to find it. And eventually she finds a statue of a scorpion. Ooh. Uh, of a large storp, uh, large scorpion. Eee. Cool. Doesn't seem I think, a little ominous. I think maybe, I mean, she's kind of looking around. Maybe she's she's trying observing the statue. Because I assume the statue is the, the only thing that's stuck out to her so far. Mm-hmm. So I think she's kind of observing the statue, trying to figure out, like, see anything else that is about it. Roll ratiocination. Let's get some dice rolls Ooh. in this bish. Fifteen. Okay. The the statue is made out of a, a black stone. It's it's very big, very big in size. You could probably fit like ten people on the back of this scorpion. Ooh. The eyes of it are a familiar orange color, uh, the same stone as her as the end of her uh, weapon. Oh, okay. Blade. Okay. She sees uh, in the mouth of this scorpion because it's kind of you know it seems like it's screeching or roaring or something. Uh, there is a note. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think she, uh, <laughs> I think she maybe takes out her, she like removes the scabbard from her mm-hmm. belt mm-hmm. and uses the cross guard on the, the blade to like hook the note out uh-huh. of the mouth of the scorpion. <laughs> 
until it like falls on the ground yep. and yep. then she replaces it and picks up the note and the mouth is like and the scorpion is like you've solved my riddle <laughs> you've solved my mouth puzzle <laughs> ah, so difficult so tricky <laughs> you did it I'm assuming she reads the note yeah okay no she just looks at it <laughs> she looks at it puts I back choose not to comprehend this that'd be very impressive actually the note starts by saying by this silence we speak that's all it says it's by the silence we speak and then below it it says a couple directions just like North, right, south, left, down, across. It's just like a whole bunch of different directions. And it says, after a list of all these um, directions, it says, from the tail. And then at the end of it is a picture of the the mask. Um, kind of like, just like the, the main facial features that that mask had on it. Okay. Um, I... I think first she like looks at and around the tail of the scorpion to see mm-hmm. if there's just anything there. Like on the tail? Yeah. Uh, it's just, it seems to just be you know up and curled uh, in towards itself. Okay. Then I guess she deduces that these are directions mm-hmm. and starts to follow them then. Mm-hmm. She follows the directions. Let's roll one more. Uh, it's a good thing nobody found this before her. <laughs> like some rando just... Rolling? I'm going to go survival, because this is like direction following inch death. 18. She's able to deduce the directions. It's honestly, she's kind of like laughs at it. She's like, yeah, I think she thinks like, what if someone found this beforehand? This was not like encoded (laughs) or anything. This is written. This is actually, well, it's not written in Terevian, so maybe that might have been the key. That checks out, because the mask guy we've already shown is like not 100% cool (laughs) and mysterious and competent. He's working on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's not written in Terevian. Which I kind of like more, actually. (laughs) It's not written in Terevian, it's written in the language Katrina knows. <laughs> the one we all speak. Yeah, yep, course. the one we speak. And so maybe like someone who wouldn't have been able to understand it if they found it. Who knows? Maybe they would have. Uh, but at the end of it, she finds a door with a hatchet in it. Yes! Yeah! So as Katrina is reaching for the handle on the door, mm-hmm. um, there is a noise that sounds like like a chain kind of jingling together, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there's a knife in the door to her right. So she whirls on the spot and draws her scimitar. And the knife that is buried in the door has a long, slender chain leading from it all the way behind her. And at the end of the chain is an individual who is holding the the rest of the length of chain, who then yanks the knife back um, and pulls it to them, and it's just kind of like lightly swinging it next to them. Uh, They are also wearing a mask. Jeez. Um, but it's different to the mask that the her contact was wearing. And without saying anything, they start spinning the chain again and fling it in Katrina's direction. And Katrina puts up her scimitar to block it, and the chain wraps around the sword. And they're locked like that for a second. Because both of them, like the, the one individual's pulling on the chain, she's pulling on the sword, and they're kind of stuck like that for a second. Okay. Then I think we got to roll. Yeah. We will definitely need some rolls for that. Do I, know, do I have anything for Scimitar? I don't think we ever Actually, gave you anything. I feel like, no, we never did give you anything for your Scimitar. Um, it's just a big knife. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many knives. Uh, give your, I feel like she's been working on it for a while. I mean, not a long while. So she has maybe plus, yeah, do plus three for Scimitar. Do I have anything for weapon handling now? In, in general? Yeah. Yeah, give yourself a one now. Cool. You've been training a little bit. Feels like a trip. 
But I feel like, yeah, Katrina's not like a, a weapons master yet. No, no. No. Yeah, our, mine's bigger. Uh-oh. Uh, so I think the Uh-oh. person with the chain and it's strong enough and pulls back and Katrina's scimitar flies out of her hand and Yikes. the masked individual catches it. And, uh, uh, Katrina hand. immediately reaches into her cloak and pulls out two knives. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, okay, and does Katrina okay. have like her like her cloak's hood up? Yes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm picturing it, it's like almost twilight right now. It's it's, it's darker out. There's just a, a, a tinge of crimson oh, cool. uh, on, on the west. Uh, they're fighting within the shadows of these of these tall buildings. Yeah. So then Katrina gets ready to throw those knives then. Um, then the other the middle of the chain starts spinning it in front kind of creating like a, a shield with the, the chain in front of her. Yeah. Fan art. Fan art. Fan art. <laughs> 14. Okay. She, the first one that Katrina throws is, is, is deflected by, by the chain. Okay. Katrina throws the other knife then. Uh, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Oh, that's a six. Oh, definitely. Just completely <laughs> oh, just, like, thrown out of there. She pulls a very special hooked knife out of her uh, cloak. Mm-hmm. And instead of throwing it directly at the individual, arcs it way up above mm-hmm. the person's head and off into the alley behind. Right. Well, for that one. <laughs> that's another seven. Okay. Uh, she throws it, and of course it, it is the backstabber. So it boomerangs back towards Katrina. Yeah, it just wasn't a good throw. She's still been kind of working on yeah. uh, her, her throws with the backstabber. She hasn't honestly had as many times to use it as she would have liked to. So she gets the angle wrong, and it flies back and hits the shield that, of this chain from behind, which startles the masked figure, and they look behind them to see if there's anyone there giving Katrina... How far away are they from each other? Uh, 20 feet. Okay, where did Katrina's scimitar end up? Uh, in between them. Okay, so she runs for the scimitar then. Okay. She gets a little head start, but let's have uh, as she runs. Well, no, does she like does she like just like book it run or does she like sneakily run? I don't know. No, she books it because <laughs> I mean the person's gonna turn around again. Yeah. All right, so the other person turns around, sees what's going on, and they have like a dex off. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Katrina is again is is, is too slow. And so then they use their chain to grab it again and pull it towards themselves. Um, so Katrina just kind of dives uh, into into the dirt. Okay, um, as she dives and the sword is pulled away, she kind of rolls and grabs another throwing knife and tries mm-hmm. for a third time. Okay, one more time. So that's what she's got in her arsenal. <laughs> wow, you keep with rolling the threes. Three. You've rolled Jesus. three so many Putting times. This dice away. That's going in the <laughs> dice prison. Um, she just misses. Just straight, just like, like, just kind of like falls out of her hand as she tries to throw it. Okay, but by now she's. She's closed some of the distance, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe she like looks at the individual and then looks behind the individual and goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Katrina has not been stat buffed. No. Yet. Can we do like deception or something this time? We don't have a deception stat. What? Persuasion. We don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. We have persuasion, pranking, sneaky. Um, <laughs> yeah, persuasion. You have a negative one on persuasion. Yeah. It's a thirteen. Uh, I, they don't fall for it. Okay. Uh, I think I think they step closer. And they, you know, kick the scimitar or any weapons that are in the way to, like, far out of the way of the reach. Uh, you know, Katrina, does she still have, like, her hood up in this moment? Yes, but um, she grabs onto, she grabs onto the side of her cloak with her mm-hmm. hand and just kind of stands there and prepares herself for an attack. Mm-hmm. So she has, like, the end of the cloak in her hand. Oh, she's, so she's, she's standing she's, up again? She's waiting, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I pictured, I thought she was on the ground. Well, she, she yeah, she got up. Okay, she got up. <laughs> masked figure takes a few steps closer she's got the chain knife in her hand and 
just kind of throwing it side to side, just kind of like swaying side to side, like waiting for what to see what Katrina's gonna do. Okay, well they're both waiting, so yeah. somebody's gotta attack. <laughs> Katrina's Katrina's next move is solely like betting on the fact that the person with the weapon is going to use the weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they make another attempt to throw it. Okay, Katrina is going to attempt to catch the the dagger in the cloak of daggers. Like oh. swing the cloak on it. Like catch it in a pocket. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, cool. Yes, roll! I like that. And add whatever double this is. Okay. Because that's dope. I like it. Uh, so that's 14. Okay, I'm gonna roll the counter that, see what would happen. I uh, know. So, so yeah, so no to me, yes to yes to you. So you, you're able to catch it in one of the pockets. Okay, so yeah. the cloak of daggers just wants it just wants those. <laughs> it's hungry okay, for okay. it. So she swings. So there's a flash of the crimson yeah. as as she swirls it up and then and the knife slips into one of the pockets and she swings the cloak down and as she swings the cloak down and brings the chain with it, she stomps on the chain mm-hmm. and grabs it and yanks it towards her. Mm. Cool. Okay. I like that. And that caught. Well, I rolled a pretty low number, so I'll just keep that. And so that causes the figure to fall forward uh, onto the ground? Um, yes. So then Katrina takes the knife out of her um, out of her cloak and then gathering up the chain as she goes, walks towards the individual and then stands over the individual chain pulled tight knife at the individual. Mm-hmm. The mass figure uh, gets you know, uses their hands to, to sit up a little bit, dusts off and gives a a light clap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They say through their mask. Very good. That was. I didn't know who what I was gonna get with my new partner, but you showed yourself in the end. Partner, you're my partner. Of course, you're my partner. <laughs> well, yes, I had to test you a little bit, see what I was working with before I could begin showing you the ropes or the the chains, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Wah. I guess I suppose that checks out. So, what do we do from here? Uh, let's let's go inside. Okay, I'm gonna grab my stuff though. Shane <laughs> <laughs> yeah. walks around, and he's picking yeah, up, picking up the daggers. Um, yeah, you know, from when you tried to kill me. <laughs> and so the mass figure walks into. the Wait, room. hold on a second. Can I get some sort of a reassurance that we're all on the same side here? <laughs> and I think at the end, at the end of the really long chain that the knife is on, mm-hmm. is a weight, and at the end mm-hmm. of that weight is the same mm-hmm. scorpion. Right. Scorpion in in the orange gem. Yep. I like that. We are on the same side. Now, come in. Let's, uh, we should probably get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah. Probably, you know. And so... When you're gonna kill me again. (laughs) Those types of details. Yeah. Uh, the masked figure opens up the door and takes the hatchet uh, out of it. (laughs) We don't don't need that there for for people to find. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. (laughs) The Costa Rican chapter is not very organized with that. In fact, they try and do the opposite. They're having a bit of a squabble. Oh, you're from uh, the Costa Rican chapter. I'm not. Um, yes. I, you know, I used to actually. That's that's where I first uh, started. Was there as well? Really, small world. That's probably why they got us working together. Oh, I didn't think about that. Probably, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so they they both go inside, and it's a it's another dark room. The mass figure lights a lights a torch and just kind of sets it on the wall. It's it's a plain. Plain room, two beds, table, cooking stuff. You know, per- fairly simple. Mm-hmm. You can tell that it, there's like a hallway and stairs that lead off to more doors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, this is not the room with many doors. Many but doors. this is a part of one of those taller buildings. Yeah. So like, there's there's yeah. more to it. 
so Messier says, "All right, well, why don't you you start? Um, introduce yourself, and and then and so they go and they start grabbing some things from uh, a chest. Well, um, and they they turn around. They've got some uh, some tea. <laughs> Classic, right? Well, um, I don't know. Not much to tell, I guess. I lived in a small town for a long time. Got a mining background, actually. Not hmm. much of a, not much of an assassin slash fighter until recently. That's more of a recent change. But um, yeah, did a lot of mining, dabbled in crime, and uh, just kind of stumbled upon this. So yeah, and then I think maybe she just takes the cloak off entirely and like puts it on one of the chair backs. Uh, you see the masked figure pause oh, uh, for a moment, holding holding the cups. You know, obviously you can't see their expression that they got a mask on. But then they say, Katrina? <laughs> and I think maybe Katrina stops and like very quickly draws her scimitar and like points it at the figure. I don't remember telling you my name. <laughs> you didn't tell it to me. And she takes off her mask <laughs> and she says, I gave it to you. Fellow travelers, welcome to the end card segment. Do you guys like that one? Do you like that group name? Yeah, I'll try a few more. We're still working on this. All right. <clears throat> hey, how's it going, pranksters? It's me, Nathan. Okay, that was good. Well, we'll try. We'll try. We'll try another fan club name. Try another one. Hey, how's it going, bat fan club? We know you love your bats. And so we. <laughs> I, <laughs> This is this is this is a tough choice. Okay, one more, one more. Oh, hey, questers, how's it going? I don't know. It's there's a lot of good options. I appreciate everyone who's been pitching ideas in the Facebook group for what we're going to name our fan club group. If you want to get on that action, hop on over to nights.quest.podcast where we are picking the best name for a fan group, and also we're discussing all kinds of things like what happens if you drink True Blue. I don't know. It's up for you to decide. Not really, but. We're talking about it. I have big news. It's time for me to announce the secret project that I have been working on. So drum roll. Drum roll, please. You can do it yourself. I'm, we're not adding that in post. You have to make your own drum roll. Um, if you're driving, just be careful. All right, the big announcement is that we now have an official Knight's Quest website. Yes, a full website with everything that you need Knight's Quest. Obviously, it's got... You know, all our episodes are up there, all our social media on there. You can get a link to the music on there. But most importantly, we are debuting Knight's Quest merch. Yes, we got an online store where you can go and buy stuff. And if you go right now, you will be a little bit underwhelmed. We only have one merch on there right now, uh, and that's a sticker of the Knight's Quest logo. That'll be something easy and simple to get started. But I want to get a whole bunch more merch on there. 
Um, so another one of the questions we have on the Facebook group is uh, what stickers and maybe buttons or pins designs uh, would you want? Currently, as I'm recording this, the leading one is a uh, sticker of the Better logo. And the second place is Honest's Ajax Caravan of Wonders. We can do both. We can do a handful of them. So if you if you want to vote, go you know check that out on the Facebook group as well. Uh, but I should probably tell you what the name of this website is. And it's a doozy. Because in order to have like a decent website domain, you have to pay money for it. And as of right now, we don't make money on this show, so can't afford a domain name. Um, so uh, the official website link is Nathan Streck. That's N-A-T-H-A-N. S T R E C dot Wix site. That's W I X S I S I T dot com slash Night's Quest. So Nathan Streck dot Wix site dot com slash Night's Quest. Don't worry, I'm, I'll post a link on both of our, our social media handles. So you guys can just check that out there. And if you guys do like buy merch from us, one of the things we'll do to spend is to spend that money on a domain name. So we can get like a nice, clean, easy to remember one instead of nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash Night's Quest. We'll get a nice pretty one. But yeah, go check it out. Go check out the merch. Go vote for what future merch you want. Don't forget to buy music too. That also helps uh, support us in our future endeavors. I'm excited. This is a big step for us. You can also use this website to um, share with your friends. Just share them this link and it's got a little description about what the show is. A uh, little bio about each of us, you know, me, Jake, and Jamie. I think it looks pretty. I think it's really cool. Also, Wix, if you want to sponsor this show, we'll gladly do that because I think you're a really nice program, and I will gladly take your money, so thank you very much. Um, but yeah, check out that website. Check out that merch. And again, I'll keep updating you guys when new merch comes out, but I plan on posting you know, some new stickers, some other buttons big things probably won't happen until i know that people actually buy it because i don't want to invest a lot of money in t-shirts and like not sell them so if y'all want more merch things you gotta buy the little stuff first and then we'll work our way up to the big stuff let me know if you guys have any issues with the website too again we're just starting it out it's fresh it's right out there um so feedback is always appreciated uh but yeah i'm just gonna say that check out the website again that's nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash night's quest and i'll let you know if that changes links for that will be on the social and that's all i got you're beautiful see you later questers <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we got to figure out this this group name it's it's driving me crazy i'm all alone in my in my ignorance of the secrets